Christian Language and Vocational School and celebrate the peak of sunshine. For more info, check out the Noise Pop Block Party website at Are you tired of some piles of filthy cash? I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the mission where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge with the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcast and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday 8 to 10 down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Harris, Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, San Francisco, Mutiny Radio. San Francisco, Mutiny Radio. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! San Francisco, Mutiny Radio, San Francisco, Mutiny Radio, San Francisco, Mutiny Radio, San Francisco, Mutiny Radio, San Francisco, I was just leaving the theater. Convertible. 
1969 gold Cadillac with the white material I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in it on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black plastic. Making big splits and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good feeling. I am a total fan of Hello, Blake. Henry. Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah, I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. Nine months ago, a small hand-wrought baton began a journey in John O'Groats, Scotland, packed tenderly into the crusty saddlebags of some adventurous next to her underwear and can opener. At present, the thing is several time zones away, but on its way to San Francisco next month, Friday, October 4th, we will be celebrating its arrival with a party at Moto Guild on Treasure Island. Join us in welcoming the Baton and her bearers, the Women's Riders World Relay, to Northern California, making its way back to Europe via everywhere from the furthest reaches of six continents, Europe, the Middle East, Asia, Oceania, and on its way across North and South America, igniting a global sisterhood of inspirational women to promote courage, adventure, unity, and passion for biking. There'll be music, food, entertainment, neat bikes to look at, stories to swap, art to ogle, purchase, and people to meet. Everyone is, of course, invited to bring the whole family. Admission is free, but bring a few bucks for food, bevies, a raffle, and cool stuff from vendors. On Friday, October 4th, San Francisco, we'll be celebrating the arrival of the Baton in California at Moto Guild on Treasure Island from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Come celebrate your love of the motorcycle and the women who ride them. For more information on the party and other awesome motorcycle-related tidbits, join the Dames Don't Care Motorcycle Collective on Facebook. For lots of info on the relay, visit womenridersworldrelay.com. Hope to see you there at Moto Guild on Friday, October 4th with Dames Don't Care. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny?
You're listening to the New Balance Breakfast podcast at Mutiny Radio. I'm your one of your hosts, Stefan Aronson. I'm joined here with my other hosts. Uh, I'm Jason from Great Highway, and I'm here with... Corey from Silence No Good. And we've brought in a special musical guest for your pleasure, for your ears to enjoy for this uh, evening. Uh, we're joined here with Sam Johnson. Hello, world. Hello, world. This is our um, first recording. We're very excited about it. So it'll be an ongoing show. We'll be here every other Sunday from 6 to 8 p.m. And uh, we're excited to just like fill your ears with the sounds of the Bay Area and, and potentially other bands that are touring through. So uh, w- without further ado, um, our goal for the next two shows is to kind of d- dive into the balanced breakfast of uh, September 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Thus, that's why Sam's here. Hells yeah. Uh, Sam, what, if you were going to like, like, if you had like a 10 second elevator pitch that so you're like, oh, we're, we're riding from floor zero or floor one up to floor four, and you're going to tell everybody like, this is why you got to check me out. What? I don't. <laughs> not a That's four floors. It depends on how fast your elevator is. This, so this. So you're it's in one a, of those old crank style ones. So yeah. yeah. You have like two minutes. And, okay. And you're at Universal Records for some reason, and all of a sudden the guy you want to invest in your project steps in, and you're like, I got four floors to convince you. Oh my God, I've never thought about that before. But uh, mostly sincere, mostly sincere songwriting. I try to draw from all you know, like legit life experiences. A little hyperbole, but uh, it's all, you know, I, I consider myself a traditional songwriter at the core of it, although I do work with like a lot of guys that are, you know, very mainstream and up on their game as far as modern production and stuff like that. I do. I, I consider myself like a, just like a regular classic songwriter. Mm-hmm. And so like, uh, why the word regular? Because my wallet just got a little bit tighter and i was like i'm i don't have time to invest in regular man then don't have me on your podcast <laughs> <laughs> no we're at universal records right now in the elevator and i'm the ceo of like the asshole yeah and then i guess suppose i'd ask to play them something would be the, the real way to do it let, let the music speak yeah like yeah I'm, I, I'm convinced. My alter yeah. ego is still thinking about it. <laughs> I'll think about it for the next one. Didn't you book him for your concert already? <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we're role. Oh, sorry, I'm breaking character. I'm breaking character. We're role character. So what role am I? Uh, Your anonymous passer passerby. I'm just like number that one. That's like what the fuck. <laughs> How would you describe your genre, Sam? Uh, I, I describe it as singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I describe it as pop acoustic. Yeah. And then I say the quintal, quintessential California sound. Ooh. I come from Los Angeles originally. Uh-huh. And down there, like the beachy vibes, the reggae vibes, Sublime was huge when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Big influence on me as well as No Doubt and stuff like that. So kind of that, kind of that genre. Gotcha. Sounds, yeah. sounds, I mean, I'd, I'd go to a show at Amnesia and check him out. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Is that genre making a comeback? I feel like people are starting to get more excited about Sublime again. You know what I'm talking about? Like Lana Del Rey just did a song with the bass player from Sublime. She just did like a remix of really. DJs, I think she did. I think it? it, I think it's that nothing ever goes away anymore is what it really is. Like if you everything give everything five years max, it'll be back like inevitably. Right, 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 right. Well, I think it's like <laughs> 20 years later at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, thanks. I, now I feel old. No, or it's just not coming back. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Depends. Right. What's not coming back? Is there a genre that you don't want to come back? 
Uh, Do you guys remember when techno was like not cool, and then it was like super cool? I remember when techno was called techno, which <laughs> I feel like no, I feel like only like grandmas call it that now. The deep house. <laughs> it's true. It's so hard to know genres. Like I'll be like, yeah, I like electronic music. Well, what kind of electronic music do you like? I go, well, I like I like when saxophones are coming in. Well, what kind of saxophones are coming in? Are you yeah, for real? Yeah. So the fake kind, the synthesized Yeah, of type. course. Of course. <laughs> I like the, turns out I think I like Tropical House. Trop of House? Of course you do. That sounds yeah. delicious. Trop yeah. House. Aren't there like, f- there's three artists, right, that are actually Trop House? Or are there, now there's more, huh? There's, yeah, but main ones yeah it just needs it needs lots of saxophone on loop and i'm like yes this is sexy but so your stuff does have like a lot of slick production i was just listening to it on the way over you you have a band like a backup band that plays with you or i know some cool dudes yeah. i gotta be honest with you I, yeah. at this point i've met some some pretty good producers who are really up on their game so okay. uh, i can't take credit for all of that but uh yeah i'm just an acoustic guitar player so a lot of my songs just start on the acoustic guitar in my living room yeah I mean, I still record just directly to my iPhone. And how do you play live? Like when you play at Amnesia, um, are you going to play with a band? I will have band? a band, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my, my producer, actually, Tim Vickers, uh, who's going to be a legend if he's not already kind of a legend. And then uh, my drummer, uh, Michael, will be there too. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll do like a three-piece. We haven't decided. We might run backing tracks. How do you guys feel about backing tracks? I use a backing track in my band. Yeah. My, yeah. my opinion on, on it is how sexy can you push the play button? Because it always drives me crazy when someone walks back to the computer, fumbles around, finds the Looks track, really bored. Yeah. drags it into the play area, and then yeah. they turn around to come back and play. But if you can figure out a way to like just be like, I didn't even notice that you pushed play. Yeah. Yeah, you're pretty good at that, like sort of sexy DJing. I've seen you like s- spin and. Well, look. I mean, you you get to see behind the scenes here, so all my sexy moves here, where I'm leaning and like you, <laughs> no one no one who's tuning in can see that. If only they could us, see. It's they just are it's, sexy. it's getting it's really steamy in here. Smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Stop taking your clothes off, Stefan. That might have something to do with the hot and sweaty studio that we're currently in. I thought your uh, music video was extremely steamy. Uh, Which one? The, the future me one. I Thank you. I, I felt I felt steamy own. about that video. To yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's edgy and and it's got got a little violence, but it's also pretty sad. Who's the who's the uh, the girl in the video? Myra Swat, who's actually a musician. And oh really? Uh, yeah, she's in a band called the Cliptones. Oh, and cool. uh yeah they play around locally and uh, do pretty well for themselves and she's talented and was, yeah. was very fun to work with very easy to work with yeah good actress obviously you guys saw the video wasn't that hard to <laughs> uh, pull off. yeah 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 what was the impetus for for that video like what tell, tell us get deep on it um first of all i've never used the word impetus what was the i don't really i what was the backstory i'll come up with that? a more academic word <laughs> we, while you answer that yeah. question i'll come up with a more obscure i didn't take the sats to, we need like uh, a dictionary for each of us so that when anybody drops some words we're like just a second yeah flip 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 okay yeah the backstory the of that I was, I was working with um some really cool dudes in san jose they own a company called redwall studios mm-hmm. and they're making they're making videos for like everybody right now i mean e40 on down it's like a lot of hip-hop stuff but i kind of got in with them early and um mm-hmm. i really like sunny at redwall he's the man and so he kind of just helped me develop that it was you know it's not like the deepest music video of all time the song i feel like is kind of deep but uh the, the video is a, a little bit you know just like classic 
boy girl drama cool cars yeah. fist yeah. fights you know i like the scene in the like the 7-eleven thing and you're like fighting a guy dude we literally just walked into a liquor store and we're like hey you think we could have a little really in your yeah so that was my buddy kiko who's a uh martial arts coach and i was doing some training stuff with him at the time so just asked him if he'd roll with me to san jose and do that scene yeah the liquor store was probably relieved that it was like a fake fight instead of the Finally. usual real <laughs> he's like i don't have to break this up it's just for a music video it's amazing yeah honestly <laughs> actually i kind of remember some weird shit going down that day like with somebody walking in trying to have some beef like it was gonna weird part of san jose yeah so maybe you're right Mm, interesting. I feel like I feel like we've written a new bio for him. It's like I'm a singer songwriter that gets gritty when I need to in a Seven Eleven with yeah. some like romantic <laughs> uh, boy, your normal boy girl kind shady of stuff. part and of Silicon it's Valley. A, it's a little steamy, but I think you're gonna like it. Check out our newest uh, <laughs> release. Yeah. I'm, right. so, I'm a self-described bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm from I am from Southern California. Do you, do you pull your white socks up to your knees? Not anymore. Okay. Now I'm about the ankle socks these days. Oh yeah. I'll even throw on some Nikes occasionally. I'll say this: you don't you don't seem broy in the music or in the video. You're you're broier in real life than you are. <laughs> you're, you're, you have a less bro. It's a compliment. You have a debroed facade. Mm, thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of you know deprogramming. That's another yeah. big word, facade. Yeah, and no, I like that. No, so right. I hang out there. Down. That's I not hang out there. I'm, the, I'm down with that. Okay. Oh, impotence. Impotence. <laughs> yeah, your impotent facade. Impotent. <laughs> I think that word changed. I feel like it started with a different word. Now I can't remember it. So no, no, it's it's no. Really it was impotent. It was always impotent. Now I'm thinking about his impotence. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about it too hard. It'll fucking happen. Kind of a kind of a bro-like impotence, if you will. Yeah. Thank you. Like a facade of. Is that a genre? Bro, like are we genre impotence? bending right now? Yeah, we're getting into some deep, deep subgenres. <laughs> yeah, it's under trap house. Yeah, we gotta figure, trap house. Down figuring down out below trap house. Yeah, broy impotence. Well, there's a whole um, <laughs> genre of comedy now. I think that is like bro comedy. Really? You guys ever? I mean, like Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Bert right. Kreischer. That's dudes true. Like that. That's true. Guess well, what? that's Guess good. What? We need more white guys in comedy. Oh, and podcasting. <laughs> yeah. And podcasting. Yeah. yeah. Not here. enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cattle call. We should just subsidize it. <laughs> I, I snorted. The whole time you guys have been talking, I've just been trying to think of all the subgenres of singer-songwriter. Because, um, I mean, what used to be so- socks up to your knees singer-songwriter is now ankle socks singer-songwriter with Nikes. And mm, right. Well, know, the th- you, I wouldn't do you still have a skateboard, though? I don't. Oh. I don't. I retired from skateboarding. Electric kick scooter. No, dude. No. Uh, no. I'm working I'm right an old man at this point. I'm not trying to break nothing. I'm not trying to injure nothing. You, there's no workman's comp for musicians. I did the lamest thing on 4th of July. We went up and watched the fireworks on uh, Bernal Hill, and everybody was coming down the hill after having a couple of drinks, and I'm, I'm, I'm quite thrilled that I didn't slip, didn't fall, didn't hurt myself. And then we get to this really cool metal slide that's in the middle of Bernal Hill, and everybody's going down it, and I chose to use the stairs because I was like, I didn't get hurt yet, and I don't really like have the money to go to the That's hospital. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, um, that's pretty hardcore <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you talk about on rock and roll radio. You are so metal. Dude, yeah. you, you so want to know how much of a fucking wuss I am? The other day, I'm walking through the woods. I was in Seattle with a friend of mine. We're making some music. We're walking through the woods, and there's this branch laying across. Uh, it's probably like a 30-foot branch. And I said, let's see who can walk across this whole entire thing, balance across it. And then in my head, I was like, yeah, but you'll probably fall off and break an ankle. 
And then like I almost didn't do it. And then I was like, no, you got to man up and walk across this bridge. Oh, there's the bro voice. <laughs> Wait, I didn't, I didn't hear a change. I didn't hear it. Was the there, voice? Yeah, was there a change in his yeah, voice? Yeah, his tongue did a thing and then oh, it got yeah. deeper and uh, yeah, a yeah. little more L.I. Ah, uh, uh, gotcha. Wall bottle. Gotcha. Uh, bro, you got to do it. Yeah, that might be the, the claw drink that he has. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, you got the claw over there. Who doesn't have the claw these days? What flavor are you rocking? You got, oh, let's check it out. Bro. <laughs> natural lime. Oh. It's a good flavor. Yeah. Better than unnatural. It's natural, yeah. The, uh, um, Harmless. The, uh, the, the bar that we do um, South by Southwest in, the Jackalope in Austin, they've been doing these great videos of uh, Jameson bottles smashing claw cans, and it's been, uh, it's been pleasant to me. I like that. Yeah. Sorry, am I talking a lot? Can I? I think no. There's, you're the there's, guest. There's got to be. <laughs> there's got to be a claw challenge. I've been trying to figure out what it is. Ooh, yeah. what, the one thing I've come up with so far is you chug a white claw and then burp as loud as you can because no. they're super fizzy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So maybe there are some other ones like that. I don't know. Just for Could you, you to try doing it. that now. No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a thing yet. I can't just be like make it a thing. Start it. We yeah. didn't. We didn't. We're not I'm, paying him enough. You guys are gonna ask me to. It's like a beaver. You guys are gonna ask me show. to deep throat donuts in a second and then talk. Yeah, donuts. Uh, that's <laughs> Did right. I just blow the surprise. <laughs> well, I mean, you set it up. The, the just if we're telling backstories, there's there's a challenge out there for all of the balanced breakfast bands oh, yeah. to take a bite of a donut, say your band name, take yeah. another bite of your donut. Say your band name. Do it until like the donut's gone, and see how many times you can say your band name. There's no swallowing in this situation, so there's no burps. Oh, all right. It's all in your mouth. So you're I supposed see. to you're supposed to talk while the donut is. Yeah, it's not your It's not the classiest thing that's ever happened, but it mm -hmm. is fun. Have you gotten Sam to do this yet? I mean, he, I, I, th there's there's rumors that it could happen tonight. Oh really? I did bring donuts. <laughs> yeah. So it's. I mean, probably. I mean, maybe some some. Play some songs, then eat donuts, or like yeah. Oh, he could sing with a donut. Sing with mouth. a donut. True. That would change the genre. It's a whole new challenge. Yet another subgenre. Yeah. House. All right, you guys talk to my manager, and then uh, I'll see if I could do that. How 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 quick is she to respond on uh, social media? Depends on what it is. Yeah. I feel like you guys talk to my manager as a way of saying it's never going to happen. <laughs> she advised me. I don't even have a, I don't even have a manager. I just want I just want to not answer that oh, question. Clever. I'm just kidding. I totally have a manager named. Cheryl, she's dope. She is. Cheryl. She responds really quickly on social media and yeah. is very detailed in her request, and it's quite nice. Oh. <laughs> All right, plug for Cheryl. I mean, Cheryl. I mean, uh, I mean, as someone who deals with lots of bands, and bands can be so um, <laughs> delayed in their responses or like mm -hmm. uh, so gray area in their like. Oh yeah, we'll do this and this and this. Non-committal. Yeah. Yeah. So she speaks for him very well. Well, uh, it's also just hard to to manage manage yourself and like get back to everything. And I mean, for me, I do this thing I call glance reading. It's not even really reading. It's just like a message will come in, and I'll just be like, "Got the mm. gist, all right." And then yeah. I'll miss a ton of stuff, and, and I, I won't answer I all the all the things you. you're supposed to respond to. So yeah, having somebody that's like thorough and responsible is good that's yeah. a good music industry question how many if we're going on facebook likes or follows however you want to say that how many before you needed a manager mm. i needed a manager since i was like five <laughs> uh after you left your parents house and <laughs> five years after ago. myspace uh and yeah, somewhere in the middle of facebook uh instagram kicks in 
And you're like, I've got 4,000 followers. I need a manager. Nah, it's not like that. I mean, I'm always kind of of the mindset of like, I just want to do everything myself. And, um, you know, I've, I guess I have like commitment issues to a degree. So it's hard to let somebody into something that you've been building on your own. Mm. But at, uh, at certain points, you just kind of have to look at uh, what's going on and 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 make the decision to trust people. Yeah, I guess. How long did it take you to trust uh, Cheryl? Cheryl. Oh man, like what was there a point where you were like, "All right, get into this." Yeah, Um, it's either this or your dating life, so you choose. You don't want a professional dating. (laughs) (laughs) Professional dating. Um, Yeah, I met Cheryl like six or seven years ago at just like some super small gig, and um, she's a real like a super music fan. Super like you are you guys super fans or like like she's a super music fan and there's yeah. a lot of people like that are just like real big fans of stuff. Um she's texting me right now, I just flipped my phone over. So uh <laughs> You did did you do the All glance the thing? She's like, here. please stop glance talking out. about me. Yeah. Surely you did this the glance is not thing. The point like, of your interview. Got the details. <laughs> anyway, so we just got in touch and then she hit me with this email one day, I believe. I could be wrong. She hit me with this email and it was like, here is an organized spreadsheet of all the places you should contact to get other gigs. And I was like, uh, what? I don't know how to use Excel. I still don't know how to use Excel. And uh, I was, I, and in my head at the time, it just kind of clicked. I was like, well, here's a very highly organized person that's obviously motivated, that obviously loves music. So we kind of uh, dabbled in that and then over the years became friends. And then I have worked on many projects together and then... Uh, you know, I guess things just develop. It's a weird, you know, management is a, is a weird thing. Yeah. You guys, uh, you have Amazon prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yeah. You <laughs> great have show, great show. Fantastic show. Right? Both of them laughed at you. And I was like, yeah, that's good. It's I have never show. heard of it. I was just laughing. It's, real, it's super good. Yeah. yeah Stand up comedy. Yeah. It's like, I think it's the 1950s. Yeah, it sounds about right. Right. And mm-hmm. it's a, you know, female lead and she becomes, a professional stand-up comedian and it kind of chronicles her journey and mm-hmm. and her relationship with her manager and you know that that whole thing Who's from mad tv is she yeah she's originally from mad tv the the manager was wait oh, what's manager. her name uh, this was like a i don't know the manager's name uh. but one of the you know <laughs> so that's interesting so stand-up comedy was there anything besides music you ever wanted to do like when you were a kid what was your first thing that you wanted to do the first thing I was ever in love with was surfing. Oh, that's so LA. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah, I was obsessed. <laughs> You're welcome. I was obsessed with surfing. So you want to be like a pro surfer? I I didn't. I don't think I ever had that idea. I was just like very very into surfing. I I didn't really even ever think about music until mm-hmm. like kind of later on too. But uh, I was very into surfing and and mm-hmm. um, I started getting mediocre. And then uh, started <laughs> one day a huge swell came in. It was El Nino back in uh, the day. Yeah. And uh, I'd just gotten finished reading a book about Mavericks and big wave surfers. And I decided, like, this is the time to go out there. Yeah. And that pretty much ruined my surfing career because after that I discovered the ocean is scary. Yeah, super unforgiving. Yeah. I was such a poser growing up. I had like trans world skateboarding, trans world, uh, uh, snowboarding. You can't even say trans surfing. world these days. Yeah. Well, the, but then, but then the, the, and I wasn't doing any of them. I was just looking at the pictures and being, Oh my gosh, surfers. That's so cool. Snowboarding. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Skateboarding. So that's so cool. And then I started skateboarding. I broke my thumb, got stitches in my chin, like oh, bumps yeah. and bruises. I'm like, so it turns out I really like the magazines and not yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Tony Hawk's pro skater yeah. changed everything for me. <laughs> exactly. Oh, pro yeah. skater classic 
I feel like a lot of people just like like the surf fashion and the like. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh yeah. If you didn't have Hurley in my yeah. school, you weren't shit. Yeah. <laughs> you had to be wearing Hurley. <laughs> so when was it? When was it finally music for you? Like when did when did you start thinking about it seriously? Seriously? Yeah. I mean, I guess I was in a band in high school that uh, was in my memory uh, kind of like doing well. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the first positive response to music I had had, really. Were you the lead singer? I was the singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that dream kind of carried with me. And then I decided that it was not feasible. And uh, I was still in bands and stuff like that. And it was kind of like, I would take it super seriously. Like, I was always very into writing. It was, it was kind of just what I always did. And then I didn't really uh, get serious about it, even though I thought I was. And then... One day, my uncle was like, hey, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> uh, classic like, uncle question. I was like, uh, they you ask know, the questions, dad. I got yeah. a band, and I'm in yeah. a, I got a job, and I'm in a band. Get some Hurley gear. <laughs> he's I'm like, doing great. He's like, maybe you want to consider doing something seriously. <laughs> and I was like, harsh. I was like, okay. Harsh. And he's like, so what do you want to do? And I was like, I have no idea. Mm. And he was like, all right. Pretend I have a gun to your head. <laughs> hey, that's similar to your question. It's like a variation. I mean, it's elevator. Four story elevator, gun to the gun. head. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I've gotten soft in San Francisco. Yeah. I grew, I grew up somewhere that had guns, and that would have been the question that like we would have asked. But If somebody was about to shoot you? Yeah, San Francisco how would you made pitch me soft. <laughs> I mean, you can't buy guns in the city, so it's like, who's got this gun? Hmm. Well, this was in a different city. Right, where you can buy so guns. So it's feasible, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what city? Alameda. Uh, do they sell guns in Alameda? I don't think they do. Some people are, <laughs> people are getting them in on the bridge and tunnels, though. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, gun to your head, what are you going to do? And I was like, mm. uh, music. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, you better get on it then, boy. But so, like, how did you know, like, it sounds like you didn't, like, train musically or anything. You just started singing in a band. Like, how did you even know you were good and that, you know, was just crowd reaction or, like... Um, I wasn't good. <laughs> oh, I so, like, I I thought I was, though. I thought I was cool. So, how'd you get good, then? That's a good start. Um, I got good from street performing. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. And I would argue I'm still getting good to this By day, yourself? So. yeah. Yeah. You just go out with a guitar or something? Yeah, that was the scariest yeah. thing I ever did. Wow. That was terrifying. What was the first time like? I don't even want to tell you. <laughs> no, you don't want to. I don't want to tell you. Why'd you, why'd you decide to street perform? Was it just like to get yourself in front and get your music in front of more people? Yeah, well, it was my uncle's idea. Yeah. Oh, really? He's like, well, the thing is, if you're going to be a musician, you have to play every day and you got to start performing in front of people and, you know, getting an audience. And it's going to be really hard to book yourself five days a week if you're nothing yeah and so uh he came up with the idea of street performing and i yeah. enrolled in this there's a street performers program in san francisco you gotta get a there's license a street performance you gotta get a license so you gotta have insurance wow so those like those guys in the bar station are like licensed uh, no not there that's that's not that same thing but like if you go to fisherman's wharf that's all licensed oh yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. i guess that i guess that checks out how much is insurance <laughs> it's like 300 dollars a year Jeez. something like that mm-hmm. yeah well, you got to spend money to make money. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, yeah, so that's how, so I started doing that. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. I, I've never told anybody this before. Exclusive. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Are you recording? The first time yes. I street performed, 
I try to pretend like I might be possibly homeless. Like I didn't wear super nice clothes or anything like that. Uh Like I tried to be like, you know, like I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I didn't know how I was supposed to look. Also, I don't even think I had a microphone or anything like that. I think I was just like an acoustic guitar and like a pot for money. And and so like I wore like scroungy clothes and shit like that. But then eventually I realized that the, the idea is to make yourself awesome. Yeah. And then for people to be like, oh, you're cool. So was the was the homeless act just to like sort of not stand out too much and that just was just, blend th- in? That was just me buskers? being scared and did, I didn't know what to do or yeah. how to handle yeah. that or like what people's perception of me might be. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. Like when you cleaned up and weren't acting homeless anymore, did you make more <laughs> money or less money All right, I'll tell you. or the same amount of money? No, yeah, I, how I, did I, the pot? So, so, the, so the first time I went out, I made like $12 uh-huh. when, I, when I was like, I think. I'm like quasi homeless guy. Yeah, that's candy right. money. <laughs> I was like, hey, at least I can get the the boat, the ferry ticket back to Alameda. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next time I went out, I kind of got my shit together a little bit more, and I had an amp, and I was using some some playback machine, actually a CD player. <laughs> and then uh, I made six, I made machine. sixty bucks in three days, in three hours. I made sixty dollars in three hours. Nice. Wow. And I was like, dude, that's how much I was making at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. And then, so eventually I was like, I bet you I can make a hundred bucks. And then I started making a hundred bucks for very regularly. Yeah. And I was like, I bet you I make 200 bucks. And so like, yeah. you know, six months goes by and now I'm clearing 200 bucks every day for, you know, pretty regularly and selling CDs. Yeah. And then one day out of the blue, I sold out of CDs and made like $450 in an hour. Dang. What? And I literally had a panic attack. I was like, people like this. Yeah. <laughs> like it was yeah, yeah. so, it was so surreal. And then I really hit the street performing super hard and, um, Wow. And that was like good for development and then uh, good for meeting people. I'm still friends with a lot of people that I met through street performing to this day. And Is that it was like quite co-performers and, uh, or just like random? No, not really that. Although I knew, didn't, I just didn't know a couple of those guys, but uh, no people I'm talking like yeah. fans, yeah. you know, people that support me. Yeah. So would they start like showing up to where you would be, you know, to like see you again? Occasionally. Again? Yep. Yeah. You'd have some repeat people and awesome. then, you know, people that follow you on Facebook or answer your emails mm-hmm. and write to you. And what was your favorite place to busk? I mean, Fisherman's Wharf. Yeah. I, that's where I would go. There's yeah. a couple spots down there. Pier 39. I eventually, that's like the coveted spot. Pier mm-hmm. 39. Somebody's got to die for you to get into pier 39. Mm. And, uh, I somehow got hooked up. Is with Cheryl that. calling you? No, man. <laughs> Cheryl. <laughs> the, um, from, from Buskington now, either how do you measure how many songs you have or how many albums you have or how, do, how are you measuring what's released? How, how am I measuring? Yeah, like, okay, so you, you, if you were trying to measure the amount of stuff you've created over the last years, do you, do you, do you measure it in the amount of recorded songs, the amount of written songs? Like, how do you measure your success from then to now kilograms yeah i i i'm trying to think if that's european measurements or, yeah. <laughs> i have no idea i don't even know what a kilogram is um i don't i don't generally think about that i think i've released three eps and then probably enough singles for another ep or album and then i mean that's not a ton but i've written quite a bit more just the the process of recording since i'm not an engineer i'm not a producer has been you know it's tough to get get that cracking mm-hmm. yeah what's the what's the newest thing that you've uh, released 
I had a song come out a couple weeks ago called 21. 21. Yeah. Yeah, you heard that one? Mm-hmm. That's a smooth groove. Smooth groove? Yeah, All right. sexy. Appreciate it. Is that just a sex song? You can be honest with me. It's not. It's a sexy song. Yeah. But I mean, like, sure I, can't, I can't get away with just doing full-blown sex songs. No? At this point. No. I can't go full John Mayer on this? Just, your body is a wonderland shit? Oh, damn. That is a sex song. You're right. Yeah. No, I guess if, you, if you'd if be all sweet like that, you could do it. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you just gonna, couch it in romance, but really, it, you know, just, it's, this just is about, a good old fashioned about fucking but how, much, but how much more of that song, how much more of that song do you know besides use my hands? Like, your body, just Nothing. over and over, my body is wonderful. No, that's all I know. Is over and over. I mean, like, those are the songs I get stuck in my head and I'm like, do I need to know more? Do people ever compare you to that kind of thing? I get John Mayer and Dave Matthews is the most often comparison. Which is like, if you, if we're about to, are we going to listen to this recording at some point? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I may or may not have it queued up. I may have known the answer to my question, but I was trying to set you up for it. You sneaky mother. I may have already had it queued, but you know. Whereas I was like an excited fanboy, so I said, 21! Oh my God, we're going to play this song. Finally. <laughs> That's better than oh we have uh, Sam. What's his last name? <laughs> Sam Smith. Plankton Johnston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean I get it, especially <clears throat> a lot of times when I perform, I perform by myself. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got a, the worst allergies of all time. Mm. Uh, allergic to humans. Just a few. Yeah, cool. He's allergic to amateur radio shows. Yeah. yeah, dang. <laughs> Luckily, he's on our show. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we'll clear it right up. Right up. <laughs> okay, um, let's get to the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you should play that bad boy. Uh, how would you cue up this song? How would you? How would like you're you're about to like? That's a sexy eat. end of summer jam. Mm. You're about that's, to listen that's all, to That's all I need to say. There's more to it than that, but you got to ask me in person. Let the song know. speak for itself.
Show me something new and it'll be all right. Yeah, you don't need to hide it. I like it how you are. Yeah, you can never hide it. I like it how you are. Yeah, thought you said goodnight. Cause she didn't lie. Could've been a long line. Wrong guys blowing up her phone all the time. Hey, you wouldn't shine. Just stop busting on my laurels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's get romantic. Oh, yeah, me and you can make magic. Oh, yeah, I can tell who with the candlestick. So cute, she can't even. Wasting time playing mind games, trust me I've been around for a minute or two You said me show you things that you never know, oh yeah Stop it every lie before I take you home And I hate to see you cry, I'm glad you're comfortable oh, You don't need to hide it, I like it how you are, yeah Make up on your eyes or puddles on the floor, yeah Oh yeah, let's get romantic Oh yeah, me and you can make magic Oh yeah, I can throw with the candlestick So cute, she can't even handle it
Uh, that was 21 by Sam Johnson. So we're here with Sam Johnson. He's uh, playing our Balanced Breakfast Festival coming up and at Amnesia in the Mission, San Francisco. Um, Sam's headlining on the 19th, which is a Thursday night. Headlining, right? Yep. Yeah. And check, uh, check. Sam, you're uh, you're gonna play something live for us now. Yes, sir. Give us a live treat. Tell us about the song you're gonna this play. It's my ode to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It's called The City. I couldn't think of a better title. Mm, We'll come back to the city. Mm, It's where you belong. Come back to the city. You know... It's home, we all want you back, a fact. Believe me, I asked every citizen to get your butt back to the city. Oh, it's where you belong. Another foggy day in San Francisco. It seems like you left, took the sunshine with you. Not fair, you should be here. We miss you from Japantown down to the pier. Sunsets and the sunset aren't the same. Oranges and reds have all gone gray. Hella bros took strolls off the Golden Gate. We we'll need you back right away. We'll come back to the city. Mm-hmm. Where you belong, come back to the city. You know, it's home, we all want you back. Fact, believe me, I asked every citizen to get your butt back to the, the city where you belong. 
Kids in the Mobina are still getting wasted. Hippies on Hate Street are still getting faded. Dudes in the Castro are still getting naked in public. But let's save the judgment while well, all I'm trying to say is I'm missing our days in the park and our nights in the mission. You're breaking our hearts if you stop and listen. You hear the pain of ladies cry. We'll come back to the city. Where you belong, come back to the city You know, it's home, we all want you back Fact, believe me, I asked every citizen To get your butt back to the city Where you belong, oh, whoa, 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 yeah, yeah Well, sometimes you need a change of pace You go looking for yourself in another place And you find that all alone Well, there was no place like home Yes, I know you miss the city life Lights at night And they're gonna shine like crazy Come on Oh, when you come home Come back to the city Oh, when you belong Come back to the city you know it's home, we all want you back Fact, we voted, it passed Better get your butt on the next bus Back to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the. Well, Come back to the city It's where you belong, yeah, 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 yeah Nice, yeah, that's catchy as fuck Thank you <laughs> So we're kind of getting so that I feel like we're getting sort of like the old. This is like the old school Sam because this is like you're busking. This is like you by yourself. Is it was it like a hard adjustment to go from this sound, this like acoustic intimate thing, to like your full band thing? Like was that jarring at There's first? There's definitely a transition there, and we're gonna have to do some rehearsing. Uh, we're, we're gonna be doing a lot of rehearsing and hopefully a lot of gigs between now and February because yeah, I just. Uh, I just got invited to perform with the band Train. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. That's pretty sweet. On they have a, they have a cruise that they charter every year. So it's Train and Matt oh, Nathanson oh, cool. and Alan Stone and the dude from Sugar Ray and tons of people. Uh, nice. It's called Sail Across the Sun. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm gonna go perform with those guys. And we're bringing the whole band out there. And most of my gigs are solo. So it's gonna be a lot of performing and rehearsing uh, yeah. from now until then. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank now, you, man. now the name Sail Across the Sun makes more sense. See? Because <laughs> train? Because it's a boat. <laughs> oh, because it's a boat. boat. <laughs> yeah, they should have chartered a train. I don't know what was with the boat. Yeah. They probably would, way rather they probably hate that yeah, shit. <laughs> if you like, if you came up to them and said like, "Oh, you should have char- should have been a train," they'd probably be like, "You're kidding. Yeah, you're, you're, not, you're not playing. Here's a life. You're not playing with luck, us yeah. anymore." <laughs> cool. What's next? You want another song? Oh, yeah, I want more. Okay, dog. We're all right to want, right? Okay. I think you just said you watched the music video for this next song, yeah. Future Me. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is my favorite. <laughs> Dear Future Me, looks like you're doing all right here. Old school with the top down It's a beautiful life A dear future me I know it took a long time But you're sitting at the top now Can you tell me what it's like? 
yeah, when it all went down, when it all went down, you stood there like a man, you didn't try to run from it, you didn't try to run. When it all went down, when it all went down, you got back up and brushed the dirt off you, I wish that I could have a word with you. And if I live to read this letter, I'll tear it open and remember how far we've come. It almost took your ass forever. But you finally got your shit together. Well, you finally got a dear future me. Do you remember that night? Too much to drink. When we got in that fight, we gave you two chipped teeth. I apologize, but you should learn to keep your hands up, or at least think twice, yeah. When it all went down, when it all went down, you stood there like a man, you didn't try to run from it, but you probably should have run. When it all went down, when it all went down, you got back up and brushed the dirt off you. I wish that I could have a word with your word with your word with you. And if I live to read this letter, I'll tear it open and remember how far we've come. It almost took your ass forever. But you finally got your shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You finally got your shit together. Well, you finally got your shit together Dear future me Dear future me Dear future me That's real nice. Hey, now I feel much. now I feel all sad. Or I don't know, maybe not. Melancholy. That is like that's deeper though. That's like a real deep track. Was that was that like uh, hard to write? That comes to you really quickly, or was it? That like was the a, hardest song to write ever. Yeah, it feels feels like that would be tough. It was tough, uh, and so it's a co-write with a friend of mine named Mars Today, who's a San Francisco fella, but now lives in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, we spent about three, three days writing that song together and I had gone to visit him specifically for the purpose of writing a song. Yeah. And we, we had like three 12 hour days of going back and forth and, and, uh, really, you know, almost killing each other at points. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was this one, one moment. I remember it was like the, at the end of day two. I mean, he's, he's, he's a, he's a hard ass and I could be a hard ass too. And at the end of day two, there was a moment where I was so mad. I was like, I'm not going to cry right now, am I? Like, <laughs> like it was just, why, why were you guys so mad or why were you mad? Just like, you know, you're trying to get the... 24 the, hours of... Yeah, you're try, yeah it's, it's exhausting. And you're trying to get the best thing done. And you've been sitting in this yeah. dark room for 12 hours a day, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I, I actually, I've heard that the best songs just kind of come right 